When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Tuesday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show starts right now. The Buck is back, everybody, from uh, a wonderful honeymoon with Miss uh, Mrs. Mrs. Carrie Sexton. We had a great time. And I got to say, I know Clay did fabulous shows while I was out. I was a little bit uh, a little bit troubled to see that apparently we were almost invaded by UFOs and World War III broke out while I was gone. Clay, thank you for preventing the actual apocalypse of the planet. I actually that- am just disappointed you came back from the South Pacific and have zero tan. That's the first thing that I said when you sat down and I saw you on camera for the VIPs out there. I thought you would be sun-drenched. I thought you would be looking like you had been sipping you know, from a pineapple for 10 straight days, and instead you look zero different at all than when you left. Clay, I my people from Ireland and England and a little from Scotland... You know, my, my heritage, we, we, we tend not to do well with the UV index 12 sun. So I didn't I, even know what the UV index was when you were talking about this. Oh man. It, it, you, you can get, you can get really crisp out there in the sun in the South Pacific. Bora Bora, highly recommended for any of you thinking about a honeymoon, uh, maybe a second honeymoon or going out, uh, with the family on, on a fabulous, fabulous trip, uh, a long ways, uh, from the States, but still well, well worth it. But yeah, so I was out for a week and, and I was getting a little worried. Clay held it down, made sure that 
World War III did not, in fact, break out. So good job on that. Close, though. The alien invasion, I don't mean illegal alien, I mean space alien, with all the balloon shoot-downs and the we don't know what those objects are. Things got a little crazy while I was gone, but the good news is dynamic duo here back in action. We're going to fix it all. We're going to make sense of everything. And and that includes today breaking down for all of you. Biden just spoke. He is in Poland and gave a, a bellicose speech about the war uh, in Ukraine with Russia, where he makes it very clear that we are all in on backing Ukraine. This is unsettling, to say the least. Russia just backed out. The, the news today is that Russia has suspended, I should say, uh, the last major nuclear arms treaty between Russia and the United States. So while people can sit around and say, and they will, I'm sure now, they will say, oh, whatever, not a big deal. This The extension of this treaty under the Obama administration that Joe Biden was the vice president and foreign policy guru of was considered a huge achievement, Clay, we were told. So the treaty that was a huge achievement under the Obama administration is now suspended, and it's a nuke treaty, kind of a big deal. But, you know, uh, Slava, Ukraine, and uh, all all that stuff, right? We're, we got to put your Ukraine pins on, the whole thing. I, I wonder at this point, we've also got uh, Ron DeSantis traveling to Democrat cities, talking about crime, which is, this is the soft underbelly of the Democrat Party right now. They should get hit on crime much harder than they did even in the midterms. Um, and a number of other important stories. What they're saying about Nikki Haley, Democrats, how they're attacking her, shows you just how grotesque Democrats can be. Um, but, Clay, I sit here and I wonder how much how much money is too much money for the Ukraine war? How much time and risk is too much risk because Russia is all in. They're mobilizing estimates, say, a half a million, a half a million soldiers, additionally to what they've already put into this fight. And we're spending a hundred billion dollars a year. And there is no sign of this conflict stopping in months. It looks like it will go on for years. I think that's the challenge. And that what I hit yesterday is it felt like Biden traveling to Ukraine was an accelerant in terms of the significance and the geopolitical tensions that are going to grow as a result. Buck, a couple of things. One, there are reports now that China is going to, its its Chairman Z is going to make a trip to Moscow, I believe, for a state visit. There is a uh, part one. Part two, increasingly it feels like the war in Ukraine is being seen as a proxy war between China and the United States, and the United States is now begging, pleading, threatening, cajoling everything they can to China to try to get them not to provide more weapons material to Russia. So you have both Russia and Ukraine at war being funded potentially by the United States and China. And the question that I asked yesterday, and a lot of people were reacting to it, and I'm curious what your reaction would be to this question, Buck, 60,000 is the most recent report Russians are dead. 200,000 have been wounded. All, what percentage of those deaths and woundings are a result of United States war materials? We don't know, but a substantial portion of them, it feels fair to say that they are. 
we have previously, with Soleimani, for instance, in Iran, set the standard of if you're providing material weaponry that is leading to the deaths of Americans, we will consider you to be an enemy combatant. How would Russia not, at this point, now that Joe Biden is visiting and laying wreaths and giving speeches on the one-year anniversary of this invasion, how would Russia not consider the United States to be a default combatant in this war? Because if we were fighting a war, and there was somebody providing men and material, uh, material at least, that leads to the death and the maiming of Americans, we'd certainly consider them to be combatants. It feels like we are effectively in this war. We're giving them training. The, the West is giving them training, that's obvious, based on just the weapon systems that we're providing. Additionally, does anyone think we're not giving some form of intelligence support, direct targeting support, not something that would be talked about, but given the amount of U.S. and and uh, e, uh, uh, NATO support for this, you'd have to assume that that's also going on. And I, I think it's so it was so illuminating that Zelensky uh, has said that if China decides to go in on the side of Russia with arms, that is a major escalation that risks World War Three. So, so I, I just want to be very clear for all the people out there who think, oh, why do you say it's not going to be nuclear war? You know, the same people that I saw in LAX, by the way, in Los Angeles airport, still wearing masks, Clay. Yeah. What do you think the correlation is between the Los Angeles and California based mask wearing population and Ukraine pins? We go all the way. Now, it's not just them. There are Republicans, including in the Senate and in the House and, and elsewhere. Who are very, very supportive of this. But I need someone to explain this to me. Zelensky himself says if China provides not men, just support, weapons, you know, material, already they've increased their trade dramatically, that risks World War Three. But if we talk about how Biden is risking World War Three by supporting dramatically. Ukraine with weapons, munitions, all the rest of it, that's fear-mongering. So, so I need someone to explain that to me. Zelensky can say China's risking World War III by helping Russia, but we're not risking World War III by helping Ukraine? How does that work? No, I, I, I again, I, I think if you are out there listening right now, I would love 800-282-2882. You can tell us what are we missing here, but it feels as if we are increasingly sort of tiptoeing up to World War III. And for what strategic goal? To embarrass Russia? Basically, we have a stalemate in Ukraine right now. They have uh, reached loggerheads. There's uh, basically dug-in entrenchments. The idea that there's going to be much, I think, aggressive movement in either direction seems unlikely at this point. And what I still don't know, Buck, and I would be curious for your answer on this, how does this end? Because Ukraine's position behind Zelensky seems to be until every Russian boot is off of Ukrainian soil, this war is not going to end. So does he think that, one, total victory for Ukraine is kicking all Russians back out of Ukraine? And then Vladimir Putin does what? And on the Russian side, 
it seems quite clear now that you're not going to take Kiev, right? You're not going to be able to take all of Ukraine. So what does Russian victory look like? In other words, how could we end what is likely to be an incredibly expensive, long-running, and devastating to both countries war? In particular, one that if you're an American taxpayer out there, I asked this question yesterday, would you rather be giving $100 billion to protect Ukraine's border or spend $100 billion to protect the southern border? 94% of my audience said they'd rather be spending the money on our southern border. So, Buck, if you've got $100 billion that you've already spent, it seems to me in many ways that you're pot committed on the behalf of the United States because we've already invested $100 billion. How does this end? No one seems to have an answer for me. And I would love to hear one that makes some sense. Well, we need to understand that we have taken the side of the much smaller, weaker party in this fight, which means there's no chance. There's there's no future in which Ukraine is in a self-sustaining, oh, we can take on the Russians ourselves situation. That That's just not going to happen, right? Meaning that without massive U.S. material and training and, and everything else we're giving them, they collapse rather, I think they collapse rather quickly just based on logistics because this is turning into a war of attrition. People that I've spoken to who have been out at the front line say, unlike what we saw in Iraq and Afghanistan, which were effectively counterinsurgency campaigns, this is a more traditional war. This is, there are front lines, there's areas of control switching between parties. And there are there are trenches. Now, there have been trenches in the Donbass region stretching back now for seven years on a much smaller scale. But you have literal trench warfare in some places and you have lines of control shifting back between large, mechanized, advanced militaries. There is no future in which this just ends because one combatant, in this case, Russia, uh, decides that this isn't worth it to them. And I just wonder why is it that we never hear about any high-level discussions or negotiations between Biden, uh, between the NATO partners we have, and Putin directly? What does Putin want? We are led to believe that Putin would only stop at the, the eradication of Ukraine and control of the entire country. Is that really the case? You know, we've also been told that there were efforts to get negotiations going early on, and the U.S., stepped in the Biden administration stepped in and said no no now we're in it now we're gonna we want Putin to leave in humiliation now for Putin to leave in humiliation would also mean I think the likely the end of his regime I think an internal coup which is usually dictators most often fall from internal coup usually it's somebody close around them there's been academic studies on this sometimes it's external uh external forces intervention occasionally it's a popular uprising from the street but most often it's the inner circle around the authoritarian, right, around the tyrant. I think if Putin did pull out at this point, he knows he's done. So he has no incentive, Clay, no incentive at all to back off this. And look at his economy. We, we th- Remember, we were t- the people who are telling you this isn't going to go really badly, meaning it's not going to get a whole lot worse, not going to escalate, are the exact same people who one year ago to the to the week, maybe even to the day, we're saying our sanctions will cripple the Russian giant. They will limp out of Ukraine based on the fact that they can't pay their bills. They won't be able to buy the bullets they need. That was entirely wrong. 
they've actually arguably strengthened in many ways their economy, um, and they are not struggling like we were told that they would. So how long does this go on? Take some of your calls, react to it. Uh, we'll also play what was a great deal of showmanship yesterday of Biden actually in Ukraine. In the meantime, are you well prepared in the event of an emergency? Everybody out there who's tried to buy baby formula, heck, if you were trying to buy remember toilet paper, do you ever think you would walk into a grocery store and all of the shelves it felt like would be swept clean of everything? You got car insurance. You got medical insurance. You probably out there want to get some food insurance like I have. Three-month emergency food kit packed in a way that you can store it for years. Tastes good as well. We've got them here in the Travis household. Three months for each member of my household. We went to MyPatriotSupply.com. Website, MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get a $200 bonus gift free with each three-month emergency food kit you order. Check this off your list. Sleep a little bit better knowing your family has three month, uh, three months each of emergency food supply if that worst case scenario ever happens. Again, go to mypatriotsupply.com. Get free shipping as well. These last for years. No promo code needed at all. All you need to do is go to mypatriotsupply.com. One more time, mypatriotsupply.com. Inspiring you to seek out the truth. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X. C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve. 
The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Good to have Buck back in the studio here, even if he's not tan, despite spending a week in the South Pacific. Uh, yesterday. We talked about Joe Biden and the air raid sirens. Uh, I just wanted to play this for you, Buck. I don't know if you got a chance to really listen. Um, here was uh, what I said. Yeah, well, yesterday I said basically, look, if you were listening to the show, that there was no way that these air raid sirens that happened to go off as Joe Biden and Zelensky are walking out to lay a wreath, there's no way that that was anything other than staged. And then CNN's Alex Marquardt uh, yesterday says he hadn't heard air raid sirens or explosions until Biden's visit. Listen. That was the air raid siren. I thought we were going to hear CNN's Alex Marquardt say he hadn't heard any of those. Um, but we've got that. Let's listen to that. Which I've is, been here uh, for the past one. five days. I have not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago, right when President Biden was in the center of Kiev. Buck, it's such a ridiculous, clear staging opportunity that they wanted the air raid sirens going off to make it appear as if there was some major danger and make the uh, laying of the wreath look far more uh, gripping than it actually was. It was all theater. It's amazing to watch the Democrats who for so many years I have seen in the past. I mean, I, I remember when there were Democrats who I, I will say it, and I mean members of Congress, who were openly rooting against the United States in Iraq and Afghanistan, hoping that things would get worse so that the Bush administration would be destroyed effectively. But the anti-war movement, the Code Pink ladies, all that, where are all those voices on the left? They're all walking around with Ukraine flag pins on as if whatever happened to the military-industrial complex talk, whatever happened to, you know, oh, Halliburton and Raytheon and they're, you know, they're, they're tyrants who are taking over the world. Nothing, Clay. Because all that matters is the current thing for the left. Don't you also think, Buck, by the way, as we go into this break, that if Joe Biden had really 
not known the air raid sirens were coming, that he would have reacted or that somebody in Secret Service might have reacted if there were actually the danger of a bomb arriving? Oh, give him 10 years. He's going to say he was dodging bullets over there. Well, you're probably right. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. So does the team at GetRefunds.com. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for employee retention credit. That's ERC. You can go to GetRefunds.com to get started. Less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for these ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee that you kept on the payroll during COVID. They've already helped clients reclaim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds. They may be able to help you as well. No charges up front. You can figure out whether or not you qualify or not by going to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Slay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. We've put a lot of money into police recruitment. It's been very successful. And so we want to let people know we're here. We've got a lot of great benefits. You'll be appreciated and you'll have policies that work. But I think also just the broader message and not even about president or any of that, but just about for our country, it's important to admit that these left wing policies have failed. They've empowered criminals. They've put uh, the public at risk. They put law enforcement officers at risk. And so I think that this this experiment has concluded and we need to move in the direction where across the board from sea to shining sea, we have a commitment to respect for law enforcement and for law and order. Governor DeSantis of Florida is kicking off his pro police tour this week. He is going to a number of cities, including New York City. Mayor Adams, not so not so happy about uh, DeSantis showing up to Staten Island, which I can tell you, Clay, and a big shout out to our WORNYC family across New York and the tri-state area. Staten Island, a stronghold of sanity in the New York City area, am- among others. Um, DeSantis recognizing that it's not just about uh, changing or trying to trying to end some of these policies, there needs to be an admission, at least in the public mind, that this stuff that was done was wrong, that they have, that the left has, and this is a part of the BLM movement, this is progressive prosecutors, Soros-backed DAs, all of this put together. And yes, the First Step Act of the Trump administration, that's going to, you're going to hear more about this, folks, because... Donald Trump didn't get elected to do criminal justice reform. There was criminal justice reform under the Trump administration. And now when you look at the results of some of those policies, they were not things that I think the president would support right now. That all said, Donald Trump has also released a law and order plan this week. Here is what Trump says. Play 18. I will sign a record investment in hiring, retention, and training for police officers nationwide, so important, to qualify for this new funding and all other Justice Department grants. I will insist that local jurisdictions return to proven common-sense policing measures, such as stop and frisk. Third, we will go after the radical Marxist prosecutors who are surrendering our cities to violent criminals, We also need the death penalty for drug dealers. So important. 
And I'd add to that human traffickers. In addition, I will, of course, fully secure the border, dramatically increase interior enforcement, and wage war on the cartels. I think this this is going to be a central... Look, we all know what's happening here, right? We all see these two candidates lining up. Who has a better crime plan at the national level is going to be a big part of who wins this primary. Yeah, and DeSantis is trumpeting 50-year lows in Florida crime. Uh, which is obviously a huge Amazing. deal, not only in the context of 50-year lows are incredible anywhere, but in particular when we're talking about 30-year crime increases and the fact that he's going to New York City, Philly, and Chicago, three cities that are completely broken down right now. We talked about yesterday on the show, Buck, the shooting that happened at Michigan State. The guy who was involved in the shooting was treated more fairly by far than the prosecutor because of racial equity concerns, racial equity. In other words, those three people who were shot and killed on Michigan State's campus probably would be alive if the prosecutor had done her job in that Michigan State, Lansing, Michigan environment. So I think it's not only a failure of prosecution, it's leading to far more violent crime, people who are being murdered that otherwise should still be alive. What I will say is this about the shadow primary that is going on right now between DeSantis and Trump. With DeSantis traveling around and doing these events, it's harder and harder for me to see why he's not just going ahead and announcing that he's running for president. And if I were Trump and I was trying to attack DeSantis over this, I would be saying, wait a minute, why won't Ron DeSantis just announce Because it's one thing when you're doing events in your state of Florida where you're the governor, but when you leave Florida to go to New York and Philly and Chicago, it's very self-evident that he's going to be running. And so when does that official announcement come? When you're doing these events, it feels like the campaign's already started. There are some procedural issues and fundraising and disclosure that kick in once you formally announce. So that's obviously why there's a... But to your point, okay, you can only keep saying that's the reason for a delay for so long, or rather I mean, that can only Haley be the Haley is able to deal with that. Trump is able to deal with that. Biden is reportedly going to announce in April. So I understand the idea of, hey, let's try to like hold, keep our powder dry. Let's not get in the race. But this is a campaign-style swing. So once you're doing this, I think the argument of why not officially announce becomes more difficult. Oh, Absolutely. And, and back on to where this, where this is all heading. I mean, I, I still believe, um, look, I think that there were a couple of issues that were major distractions for independent voters and maybe even were overriding some of the other considerations for those voters that will not be or certainly should not be big considerations the next time around. Um, meaning 2020 election stuff. Uh, and also, you know, they're, they're depending on where you are. There are people who make the case that Republican messaging on the issue of abortion was, uh, was a, a vulnerability. It depends on the state. Ohio, where you had JD Vance, for example, when did incredibly well despite, you know, e- even though he's a very pro-life, a very pro-life candidate in a state that is red, but is not, you know, pure red the way, uh, Wyoming or something is. Um, I think that crime is going to be a major problem for the Democrats because they're not they're not addressing the core issues in New York, in San Francisco, in a lot of places. 
um, that, yeah, those are very, very blue states, but people can see the experiment playing out. And so then when you look at, okay, so what's the crime situation in Phoenix right now? What's the crime? You know, you look at states that are going to be up for grabs. How, how are things going in not just Detroit, Michigan, in Lansing, Michigan? When you look at the numbers and the data for mid-level cities in purple states, Milwaukee and Wisconsin, for example, it's been atrocious, Clay. Yeah. And this is where I think Republicans have a huge advantage because they're right. And I think that could play out. And that's why Trump and DeSantis are both on this issue right now. Yeah. And by the way, on your point on abortion, I think it had an impact in 2022, in particular in states like Michigan, where there were referendums. But I think in many states out there, this idea that suddenly things were going to totally fall apart and average Americans were going to feel differently because of Roe v. Wade being returned to the states, I don't think it's materialized. I I don't think your average person, no matter where you live, feels like this issue is impacting your life, whereas crime is visceral, you feel. Absolutely. On the row issue, by the way, first of all, I mean, the the Republicans had been working for 40 years, and this was a central overturning row. There there was no, whatever the damage was going to be in 2020, the conservative base, they would say, yeah, that's this is, we've been fighting for this for 40 years, right, or longer than 40 years. Um, So that's one part of it. Uh, 50 years. And the, the, another component of it, though, I think, Clay, is as people in purple states recognize, look, abortion isn't even, isn't illegal at all term, at all stages of a pregnancy in Florida. Um, there, you know, Ron, and people have tried to attack Ron DeSantis for this from the right already. But as people recognize that it isn't actually nationwide ban on abortion, which I think Democrats were trying to lead people to believe in the messaging, um, it will be a much less potent issue for them in purple states where independents are going to call, you know, are going to are going to call the state at the end of the day uh, than it was even in 2020 in some of these places. So I think it fades dramatically as an issue. And I think crime, the economy, things that we thought would matter much more in 2022 will be a, ma- a much more major uh, player in things in 2024. I think it's hard to create the fear. And I think in 2022, there was some success. Now, if there's referendums that can impact turnout, but I think in most parts of the country, people are not even feeling like their lives were changed in any way by the Dobbs decision. And I think you saw that, for instance, in New York, which may have been an early preview buck because New York, if anything, actually strengthened abortion rights. And there was no play at all in New York over abortion. It was maybe of all states the one where crime took center stage more than any other. And, you know, that's also a reminder that unborn babies need a voice in this country now more than ever. And they have one with the preborn pregnancy clinics nationwide. These are clinics welcoming unborn babies and their mothers and offering support in a number of ways. That includes a free ultrasound so each mother can meet her unborn child. Preborn has grown to be the largest provider of these free ultrasounds because once a mother hears that heartbeat, and sees that precious life growing inside her, she is twice as likely to choose life for that baby. That's why I talk about Preborn here on the show and share their stories with you. They do all of this with donations from you, the pro-life community. Maybe your state has decided to protect life, but there are many other states where that is not the case. How can you help? With Preborn right now. They have their clinic set up specifically in states. They focus on states where the most abortions are occurring. 
Preborn receives no government funding. Their work is completely dependent on you and me, the pro-life community. Preborn has rescued over 200,000 babies, and they don't stop there. They provide love, support, and counseling for up to two years for free. They are saving lives and souls. One ultrasound is just $28, or $140 helps rescue five babies' lives. Abortion does not stop, so preborn will not stop. Today, we can help and save lives. Using your cell phone, call, uh, call, or rather dial pound 250 on your cell phone. That's pound 250 from your cell phone. Say the keyword baby, pound 250 baby. Or if you want to do what I do, which is donating online, just because it's easy for me, preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Stay current with what Clay and Buck are saying on TV. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 995-GOLD. 995-G-O-L-D. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's GovGovX.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart, and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. 
Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. We threw out the phone number, wanted to allow you guys to react to everything we've been discussing so far. A lot of people out there want to weigh in. Let's head up to Philip in Duluth, Minnesota. Philip, what you got for us? Military recruiters missed their numbers by 35% last year. You add to that over the next coming years, the the enlistments that are going to end and are not going to get back in, it's going to be off the charts. We saw massive desertions and potential draftees fleeing the country in Russia, and those are Russian kids. Now think about the current pool of 18 to 35-year-old males that we have in this country raised on Facebook and Xbox, how many of them do you think are going to respond to a draft? And if he thinks he's sending my son into that meat grinder, he's got the wrong guy. Yeah, thank you for the call. I feel the same way. I've got three boys. Military is having a great deal of difficulty recruiting Buck, and you well know this, because this woke era has turned off a lot of people who otherwise would have potentially joined. The vaccine mandates have turned off a lot of people who want to join. Most young guys who are interested in joining the military, want to do it because they want to be badasses. Let's be honest. And when you're selling a kinder, gentler military, that isn't something that has the same appeal. You know well, multi-generations is very common in the military. A lot of people out there listening to us right now are selling their younger kids, hey, I don't know that the military life is for you. Having said that, I don't know that we would ever have to do a draft, but I think so overall the morale of the military is incredibly low. Uh, I would just uh, a couple things. One, the people who are going to join the Marine Corps are, are joining the Marine Corps, not the Peace Corps. You know what I mean? I, you know, yeah, to, to right. your point about about esprit de corps and morale and and the way that this is affecting, um, you know, there's there are people that that serve. You know, I, I served as a civilian analyst, right? So I serve by trying to be smart and effective in the intelligence world. But there are people who are war fighters. Yes. And, and they and they want to be there and train and be ready to fight wars. And you don't encourage those people by having uh, a maniacal focus on equity, which is really just uh, identity politics, Marxism. And, and that's that's a major challenge. And I'd also just say on all this stuff about about Biden and the oh, don't worry, they've got this in hand. They've got. I remember, I remember being in the Iraq office of the CIA, Clay, when Joe Biden's big proposal when he was running for president, uh, the third, second time, third time, I can't remember now, was just split Iraq in three pieces. That was his big, yeah. that, that's the genius who's in charge here. Split Iraq in three pieces. And then people who actually knew what the hell was going on had to say to him, you realize that one, that's already kind of happening because there's a civil war underway between Sunni and Shia. And two, we're just going to start carving up countries now. You know, the whole colonial power narrative doesn't help us in the Middle East, right? So he's a, he's an idiot. And so when people tell me, oh, don't worry. The, I mean, not as an idiot, he's, he's got dementia, which is obvious from watching him and listening to him. And they're telling us, don't worry. We're just in a proxy war with Russia. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to worry. When 
Biden, we talked about past the prime because of Don Biden, uh, Don Biden, because of the comments that Don Lemon made about Nikki Haley. Joe Biden is clearly past his prime, and that's not an insult to Joe Biden. I don't know when his prime was. Let's say it was 55 or 60. It wasn't a particularly high level of prime. But if you go listen to Joe Biden talk 20 years ago and you compare it to today, it's not very similar. He's clearly lost his proverbial fastball, and I don't think he was throwing 95 miles an hour to begin with. Scott in St. Paul, Minnesota, what you got for us? Hey, guys. My thought on this, and it doesn't seem to be that a lot of other people are talking about it, but if we're providing all kinds of tanks and uh, ammunition and arms to Ukraine, and if they actually can't win this war by themselves, what happens to all of our munitions when Vladimir Putin and Russia advance and take over all of, I'm assuming they're going to assume, uh, absorb our munitions and then what if they decide to want to continue to roll on and into it's other a great it, it's a fabulous question buck we basically saw this in afghanistan right where the taliban now have tens of billions of dollars in theory of american armament and asset and in theory if russia did roll through into ukraine they would take I mean, we spent a hundred billion dollars a lot of that is in material who knows where a lot of it's gone unfortunately yeah. but there would be a lot of assets and I'm seeing this from a lot of people. I see this from, look, I, I, uh, appreciate secretary slash director Pompeo's service to the Trump administration. I think he's a smart guy. I think he's a, he's an honest and, uh, you know, public servant. He just tweeted out, we got to stop him in Ukraine because if anyone thinks that they're just going to, that Russia will stop in Ukraine, they're, you know, they're missing something. Yes. That's crazy. He's wrong. Okay, yes. Russia is having more than its hands full in Ukraine. It's going to try to take on all of NATO next. Uh, in what universe is that going to? So why are they telling us things that are patently untrue? I think there's a mentality here that is at work that really does need to be called out. I, I think that there's a big miss. They they are trying to equate Putin with Hitler and the idea of not standing up to him as appeasement. The difference is Hitler had the ability to go into other countries. I asked this question when this first started, Buck. What are we concerned about Russia invading elsewhere? They don't have the ability to do it at all. No, there's no chance, okay? The chance of a Russian invasion of NATO is zero. So why are they using that to justify our support in Ukraine? The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter in their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.